Hello, welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and I am super excited about today's episode. Today is episode 32, and our guest today, uh, her name is Katrina Julia. Katrina Julia is a lifestyle and transform expert, a philanthropist, a creator, a speaker, an author, an athlete, a host of her own podcast as well. She has an MBA, CPA, CFE, CIA. I don't even know what all these letters stand for, but I am impressed. A Herbalife member, an NASM fitness and sports nutritionist, and NPC bikini competitor. And she is also the creator of Fit Life Creation Health Wealth Business in One. And Katrina is with us today just to share all her knowledge, all her wisdom, some skills, some tips that can help us just teach us how to tra- how transformation is required to create a life and business that we love. So Katrina is here just to share all the good stuff with us. And I am excited for you to listen in on our conversation and hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. This is your host, Liz Regalado. And I am super excited to have this conversation today with Katrina Julia. And Katrina, I'm going to read a little bit about her so you guys know who she is. But she went from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, bondage to freedom. She has walked through transformation in every area of her life. This includes the choice to turn pain into purpose along the way. This also includes health, business, and community. No area of her life has been untouched. Her transformation led to the inspiration of aligning fully to passion and purpose. As she aligned to passion and purpose, it led her to flowing into people and profits. The choices she made daily are challenged in these areas in her journey to reaching her full God-given potential. She is driven by progress in what she calls the seven steps to success, which I'm excited to hear more about. Um, Her spirit sings with growth in expression, time, and location freedom. She is the creator of Fit Life Creation, a lifestyle brand with health, wealth, wealth, and business all in one, including tips, tools, and tech. They offer experiences, influencers, and fundraisers. They give back from every experience to showcase transformation at each level. They offer wellness, media, lifestyle, and travel solutions for brands. Their vision is to help millions create a life and business they love while giving back billions to help end homelessness and cancer, military vets, and battered women. So welcome, Katrina. Cannot wait to hear a little bit more about your story and just get to know you a little bit more. Thank you so much for having me. And Leslie, you killed the intro. Like out of (laughs) all the podcasts and all the places I've ever spoke on and spoke at, like you did phenomenal. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about yourself. Obviously, I read like a little, you know, some highlights, but I would Uh love to hear from you. Who is Katrina? What are you all about? Just share it with us. Absolutely. So a couple of things that I think it's really important for people to know, and it's funny, right before I was talking to you, I was actually working on my uh, editing my first chapter on my book, Pain to Purpose. Mm -hmm. And I was literally writing through, for example, like my parents met overseas. 
in Bulgaria. I was conceived in Bulgaria, born in Poland, (laughs) in a refugee camp by the time I was six months old in Italy, and then in the USA by the time I was two. So that can already tell you from how my parents met and how my dad boldly pursued my mom, and then my whirlwind of a journey, my first two years on earth, I was destined to choose faith over fear. Absolutely. That's (laughs) amazing. Thank you. That's the first part. And then the second part would be that I really want to communicate, you know, with the community is that both my parents deeply, deeply instilled in me. And then, you know, at some point I took that over and obviously, you know, we all have fears, we all have insecurities in different ways and I've overcome a ton. But one thing they both instilled in me was a drive and my mom instilled like infinite belief in myself and it's like my number one cheerleader. And through that, I've actually walked through over seven industries before ever creating Fit Life Creation, a ton of education and different, you know, avenues and aspects and health and money and business, and ultimately really deciding. And I love how you talked about, you know, passion and purpose, because for years, I was misaligned. And, you know, as we can see today, the world is massively struggling with that misalignment as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, you're right. Unfortunately, people, you know, we're so busy. And I think what's going on currently just totally put a halt on everything and is giving us Mm -hmm. a true opportunity to step back, take some time to, like you said, just get realigned again. Mm -hmm. Um, So why Fit Life Creation? Where did this business idea come from? I mean, I love the concept of Mm -hmm. it and I've never heard of anything like it. So I would love to hear (laughs) like what this whole brand and how this whole dream of yours or idea came to be. Thank you for that. Um, You can imagine even with what I just shared, it was quite a journey of me walking through seven industries and saying, okay, like what is all this for? Mm -hmm. And where am I being led? And, you know, like many of us, sometimes we feel like you know, our journey doesn't matter or pieces of it doesn't matter. And everything absolutely matters. Either it's developing a skill, it's developing an experience, or it's shifting from pain to purpose. And for years, it started to be triggered by a couple of things. One was a closer relationship to our creator. Mm -hmm. Two was my best friend's death in 2013. And we were like sisters. I still call her my angel, Janelle, Mm. and another best friend, Angela, since college. And we had started organizations on campus in college. We traveled the world together, started businesses together, so many different things. And so when she passed, it triggered a lot of questions for me. Mm. Like, am I really living my, you know, purpose? Have I really played full out? So what that I did all these other things, you know, that someone else might think, oh, wow, this is amazing. But that wasn't fully like my capacity. That wasn't fully my potential. And then the third thing, and part of that is also sometimes we will settle in that and we will get really, really comfortable because externally, you know, or according to the world standards, oh, what you're doing is already great. Mm -hmm. But if it's not you or you're not playing full out, your potential can and you, your soul can start suffocating, which had literally started to happen to me. And then the third biggest trigger point, big trigger point was for years, I was always involved in health and wellness and different things. I 
uh, you know, did century rides with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is basically, if you don't know what that is, that's a hundred miles on your bike. Oh, wow. For charity. <laughs> Whoa. So yeah, I was like, let me clarify because some people are like, what's the century ride? Uh, I, you know, I did half marathons and I was 60 pounds heavier than I am today at my heaviest after leaving an abusive relationship mm-hmm. in my early 20s. And finally, at the beginning of 2013, one of my other close, close friends, Isabel, had tried Herbalife Nutrition, lost over 25 pounds. I'm like, I've tried everything. I might as well try this too. <laughs> and I was amazed that within the first month, I lost over 15 pounds just by adding you know, two shakes a day, adding snacks. And I was like, oh my God, what if I start taking this seriously now and changing and replacing habits, carrying meal bags? Mm -hmm. That led to me doing a triathlon in Janelle's honor that year before she passed away. That led to me deciding to compete in bikini shows the following year. So all this was laying the foundation for the business, which led into the following year when I lost over 50 pounds, my business on Facebook alone in health and wellness blew up over 25 times. Wow. Yeah. From sharing my story, from sharing my before and after. And keep in mind, Leslie, I was a corporate exec that used to go to work in black suits. And here I am on stage in a bikini Wow. Well, and you know, even looking at your social and your website, it's so colorful. So it's very difficult for me to even picture you in like, you know, corporate attire and that kind of whole persona. I know. When I look at myself now and I see myself shooting videos now, whether it's in Mexico and exactly like you said, the website's colorful. The only glimpse you can kind of see is either if you go on my old Facebook pics or on the before and after that's tiny on my about page Mm -hmm. next to a picture is worth a thousand words. Yes. But even then, like you said, it's colorful because I realized I love pink. I love blue. I love green. And pink actually aligns to passion. Blue aligns to creation. Green aligns to abundance. And that's also the brand colors. So, so that happened, you know, and I started looking around and I saw a lot of people, you know, as you know, as the listeners know, whether it's Herbalife Global Nutrition or other, you know, people that are doing things in wellness or any business, you see one model or you see people predominantly doing things one way. And I was like, that's not me. Like that one way or this one way isn't fully me because I was so aware of it. And I received in 2014 into 2015, and this is where version 1.0 of Fit Life Creation was born, basically the vision of creating an all-in-one lifestyle brand, because I realized two fundamental things. Number one, I had all this experience in money and in business. I'm also a CPA. I'm also an MBA. And I had helped other brands make anywhere from six to eight figures per year but realized I sucked at my own money and I had all these worthiness issues, all these deserving issues, Mm. all these, you know, limiting beliefs, all these lies. And then all this experience in business and scaling and, and community creation, but I didn't believe I was worthy. And I was like, Oh my God, if I don't believe I'm worthy with all this evidence, imagine what everyone else feels. If I'm ignoring all this proof. And then the other thing I realized was, wait a minute, 
I went and invested in this coach and this program. You know, as you know, we're in the Boss Babe community together. Mm-hmm. I love Boss Babe. And I'm part of other communities that I've invested in, you know, throughout the last five plus years in entrepreneurship. And I said, wait a minute, what if I created just like Amazon created a hub for retail and Airbnb created a basically experiences said, what if we created an all in one lifestyle brand that includes the digital, you know, the blog, the podcast, the freebies, but includes the courses with the tips, the tools and the tech included that you get mailed or it's included and the same thing in the live experiences that they overlap with the digital. And I said, you know, as it grows, just like Amazon grew, just like, you know, your brand is growing with what you're doing with, you know, your we group as well, your women's empowerment group and your podcast, you know, it's basically like a baby that you start to have, you know, becomes a toddler. So that's kind of the journey of that took it to 2015. That was a version 1.0. That's such an amazing just story. You know, I love how you were open to number one, acknowledging that, okay, you know, what's going on and you can, you hit the root of why, what, why weren't you moving forward and mm-hmm. understood that and kind of took it to the next level. But you know, one of the things that I was reading is how you believe that it's required to create like a transformation is required to create Mm -hmm. a life and a business that you love. Now for you, um, what was what was what I guess triggered the transformation in your life? And why do you believe that it is required to create a life and business that Mm -hmm. you absolutely love? So uh, I'll touch on a great question. So I'll touch on a couple of things. Uh, First point, I'll take it back to an earlier point I made that for me, it was a closer relationship with our creator Mm -hmm. and really not because years ago I was people pleasing maniac, Mm -hmm. meaning the 60 pounds heavier. A big part of that was because I would sacrifice my soul. I would sacrifice myself, you know, to please people. But then it was in areas I didn't necessarily even love or I wasn't in communities that I loved. So then I would resent them, but it's like, hello, I'm making the choice. Right. So I, for me, everyone has different choices. Everyone chooses different paths, you know, for their faith or not. For me, I tried a number of different things. I, for years was very unstable between believing, not believing. And until I fully surrendered to God and started getting closer and eliminating false gods or things that we idolize Mm -hmm. or people pleasing man's opinion, because I just have to say it like, and I used to say this like for years, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. (laughs) Like everyone has one. And I love that you talked about this in your episode, Leslie, and this ties to this. When I was listening, how will you choose your dreams over your fears? Mm. The best thing you can do is go within. Yeah. Absolutely. Because your gut is telling you stuff. Mm -hmm. Your spirit is telling you stuff. So that was number one by far. Then the second was my health. And if you, this is another thing that I'm deeply passionate about, obviously. And I see, you know, very little to no full all encompassing, you know, health, money and businesses, health, money and business brands doing this. If you are not putting the best things in your mind, the best things in your body. Mm -hmm. How on earth do you think you're going to get the best money and the best community and the best people 
because you're not even clear. And that's what I had to realize. Like I also not only losing the weight, but I made the decision over five years ago to stop drinking alcohol. Mm. Cause I was like, this is not, you know, some people choose that's their choice. We, we know the freedom to choose. Oh, you know, even people that are in the health and wellness space, you know, all kinds of, you know, full range spectrum, all industries. Oh, it's okay for me to occasionally do this. I need to unplug whatever. That's their choice. But I can tell you, Leslie, plenty of times, but by the grace of God, I made it home safely in grad school. The angels were driving my car. I'm not lying because I did not remember coming home, uh, which was crazy and stupid to do, obviously. And then um, so I made the decision five years ago. I was like, this is not an alignment with my purpose. This is not an alignment with my potential. And if I justify something, the people that are watching me are like children. They're going to justify even more. Right. It's true. And being, you know, being a guide, being a teacher, I mean, you're a mom. So, you know, you know, monkey see, monkey do. It's not what you say. It's what you do. What you do. And so from an integrity standpoint, I was like, I don't care what other CEOs or wellness entrepreneurs or lifestyle entrepreneurs or bloggers or travelers or whatever are doing. This is me. And this is my choice. So that was, you know, the, the health component is huge for me and what I, you know, educate and talk about. And then the third component was, you know, my best friend that I shared earlier, you know, passing and really she, one of the things she always said to me, Leslie, which sticks to me every single day is, and keep in mind, I'm white for those listening that don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And she was black. Okay. African-American. So she would say to me all the time. So I have to say that because it's related to the story. She would say to me since college, you guys, so I graduated from grad school in 03. She would say to me all the time, Katrina, you're going to be Oprah and I'm going to be your Gail. (laughs) So one, it was super cute because obviously the roles were reversed, but you know, both of us operated always under love sees no color, but two, like, especially when she passed away, it was like, my spirit kept reminding me that. And so I share that to say why that's the foundation of, you know, my beliefs on how transformation is required, but the components of it is, and what do I mean by that is if you're not growing as a person, as a leader, and you're not pushing yourself to your potential, your business will stagnate, your community will stagnate or disappear, your, you know, finances will stagnate or disappear or start going down. You know, and then obviously there's different triggers that will show you, hey, this is tied to this belief, you know, because it's inner and outer work all the time. And at different points, you will have different things reveal themselves. Like I shared earlier, you know, in 2015, we were in version 1.0. I was at whatever version I am in my life at that point, right? Now, five years later, I'm at a completely different point mentally, spiritually, you know, and this ties to my seven steps to success. I know you mentioned this earlier, so I can definitely talk on that. And the business is at a totally different level too. You know, we didn't have a podcast back in 20, you know, 14, 15. We didn't have a blog. We didn't have a freebie library. We hadn't created retreats yet. None of that. And you know, what's incredible to me, just the fact that, you know, everything that you're saying is just, I think sometimes people digging deeper 
into figuring out what what's their story, quote unquote, mm-hmm. it's what's so difficult. You know, I've met with people um, along 15, 16 years of, of business and a different business. And I think mm-hmm. the most difficult part was when they got to the point to really getting to know themselves and having kind of just to face inwardly, it was so difficult for, mm-hmm. for people to face because it's, it's almost painful. It is, you know, for, for you to acknowledge, you know, why you are where you're at. It's so easy to complain. It's so easy to kind of just stay stuck and just, Mm -hmm. you know, be upset, be whatever about it. But when it, when you acknowledge that it is in your power to change things, Mm -hmm. I think you kind of come to the realization, all right, like, do I want to, you know, because now you have no excuse. So Mm -hmm. I love that you talked about you know, what you were looking at and the fact that obviously you had to look inwardly in regards to what was holding you back and mm-hmm. what the different beliefs were. Um, now, another question that I had for you, Katrina, that I would love to hear a little bit more about is... Oh, real quick before oh, you go there, okay. just because you triggered something that I think is really important for you and your listeners. It, it is very painful. And so I love how, you know, you process and I love like your train of thought. But the other thing I want to say is, also, most of us have never been asked, Leslie, what do you want? Hmm. Yep. What do you want? And that was another big thing for me. It was digging. And of course, it's constant digging because the more you want to grow, the more you get to dig. It's like a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the second is, what do you want? And it's back to what you said, the responsibility. And then you have the ability to change it. You don't want to run your business like this. You know, great. You can run it like this. Like I already had, you know, over 75% of our business online. So this time wasn't that hard for me. It was just a simple, you know, pivot. Right. Oh, let me just focus more online. But to your point, it's asking that question. Who are you? What's your story? How are you going to rewrite that story? And then what do you want? What do you really want in this life? You know, you're so right, because I think so often, like you think, I think back to like, even just being young, you know, you're at home, you're mm-hmm. not really asked, what do you want? It's like, you're told mm-hmm. what to do. You mm-hmm. go to school, same thing. You go to a job, mm-hmm. same thing. I think very mm-hmm. few people, not only do they not get asked that, but it's, it's even knowing that you can ask that question. Mm-hmm. So I love that you mentioned that it's, um, it's just eye opening. Now, mm-hmm. what has been what have been some of the biggest challenges in creating, you know, a life and business that you absolutely love? Absolutely. I wrote down notes from this and I know you saw some of them, but a couple of them that I wanted to highlight was being worthy, Mm -hmm. being deserving, acknowledging that I can have and create what I want and freedom in all forms and overcoming those challenges to get there, like freedom of expression, freedom of time, freedom of location, freedom of community, freedom of finance, which, which disclaimer, I'm not there yet. That's also in progress. Mm-hmm. And then from a practical standpoint, the big challenges that I overcame and, ha- and am overcoming is faith, health, business, time, money, and community. So you can see how all those intertwine as well. Wow. Absolutely. Now, when you talk about, I want you to share a little bit more about the seven um, steps to success. Yes. Just you yes. Know, briefly. I mean, I don't want to take a ton of your time, um, but I do want you to kind of just briefly share, because definitely if anyone is interested in learning more as we progress the conversation and, you know, as they hear and they're like, oh, I wanted to know a little bit more about this. They can definitely reach out to you. And we'll definitely <laughs> give information about that um, Absolutely. at the end. But what are the seven steps to success that you share? 
Absolutely. And as also as a note, there is a free guide specifically on the seven steps of success as well in our freebies library. Oh, but specifically, so just as a side note, yeah, we have tons of freebies. So I'll definitely cover some of those for your community as well. So first thing is, so what when I started digging within, so this is a perfect segue, and really evaluating my past successes in life and really looking at, okay, what was it going to take for me to become who I needed to be, as well as where I wanted the business to go, as well as, you know, every single segment of my life. So back in about 2015 through 2016, it was right before I, and we were heading for our Costa Rica retreat and I was creating content for the retreat for the ladies that were coming. And I basically had another, what I call my divine downloads that I received. And I started realizing, well, wait a minute, you before in college, you were, you know, super like thriving, you were happy in every area of your life, you were serving, you know, everything was flowing abundantly, you were pouring yourself out. Then contrast that when you went to corporate, you were hyper focused on financial success, and you kind of left everything else as secondary. Mm. So what were the differences? And so I started to segment and realize and I was like, wait a minute, I was fully focused on and this is where the seven steps of success was born and my 90 day plan which is also all over the blog podcast, uh, spiritual is the first thing. So for me, spiritual might look different than what it looks like for you, but it can be activities. And so actually let me cover the seven and then I'll cover kind of the approach and the mindset to the daily approach, okay. which leads to your 90 day plan. So spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, playful, physical, and financial. Because I found that unless I'm hitting every area every day, then I don't feel like I'm fully making progress. And I think that's a lot of us. And clearly, you're going to have overlap. So the approach I use to keep it super simple is taking a minimum of three, and I'll add two caveats to that, a minimum of three actions a day in each area. So you think three times seven, 21, but that's not always the case because a lot of them have overlap. For example, spiritual can be walking in the park, but that's also physical. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. And then, then once you start to, the, so the two caveats I want to add is one, once you develop habits in an area. So I've been practicing this now faithfully for over five years. So, and I use an amazing app called Focus Matrix that's free and it's incredible. And so obviously you tend to get faster. It tends to become more ingrained. It becomes easier. Mm -hmm. The second thing is when you develop habits is like, let's say you're trying, like when I first was losing weight, well, at first it was a lot of work because I was developing new habits. But once I became ingrained in eating every three hours in working out, it became easy. So it freed up my time to work on other areas. Okay, so allow me to interrupt just for a couple minutes. I am just here to personally invite you to, to head on over to Facebook groups and in the search bar type in We Lead Society. That's W-E space L-E-A-D space S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. It's a Facebook group that I recently created and is just a community of phenomenal women that are just ready to embrace all of their greatness, all of their power to just, you know, 
just live their best life. That's really my desire for you is that whatever tools, whatever advice, whatever I share from my own experiences, that somehow it blesses you to, you know, inspires you to go out there and really just give whatever the heck you want to give a try to give it a try because I believe that you will never know unless you try so for the woman who knows she was created for greatness and is ready to believe she's ready to trust and to take action right away you are the reason that we lead society was created we lead helps women like yourself discover the exciting possibilities that are available and waiting for you We understand that you are ready to believe in yourself more than ever before. We know that you are ready to hold on to your vision and trust the process because now you know that when you do the work, the results do come. We are here to just cheer you on and celebrate you as you let go of all the excuses and do whatever is necessary to move you closer and closer to your goals. We are ready and here to teach you unique daily habits and behaviors that can have life-changing impact in all areas of your life. We will offer you personalized action steps that will lead you to discovering how powerful you truly are. You will learn that you can not fail you only learn grow and become better and and better every single day so i pray and hope that you know you head on over right away you click on join once you find the facebook group and i'll be waiting i'll be waiting there for you i'll be waiting there to share everything that i invest so much time energy and money to learn because i want Whatever I've experienced, whatever wisdom and knowledge I've gained over the last 15 plus years of my self-growth journey, I hope that it takes you a fraction of the time to learn and develop and just, you know, become the best version of you a lot faster. I want you to be bigger and better and everything be faster for you because that's the whole idea that as we grow and we learn and we share that wisdom and that knowledge with others, that it could somehow help them out, help them get to their goal to, you know, from point A to point B a lot faster. So I'll be waiting for you. Head on over to We Lead Society and click join. Okay, so that's one caveat. The second is, let's say you're working on financial freedom like I am. Well, you're going to be mindful about maintaining the three to five to six other areas. But a lot of your focus is going to be on your financial with creating community, with creating content, with, you know, taking leaps of faith, whatever that is, you know, projects, you know, whatever that is for you to get to that level of financial freedom, depending on your business. Mm. Now, quick question um, before you continue. So one of the things that I've heard from other influencers and other people, other leaders is, you know, when you have a variety of areas that you want to focus on, it becomes a little difficult to focus on all of them. So from your experience, and you just kind of mentioned a little bit about it, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to mm-hmm. focus, you know, in a bigger way in one specific area and kind of maintain yes. the others. Is that kind yes. of what your belief is as well? That kind of just maybe target it's, one a little bit more until you create those well, habits? Twofold. It's you still want to be mindful of because three actions a day in one area, you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So either you're eating the ice cream or you're eating the good food. (laughs) It's you're doing it anyway, but is it aligned and is it intentional? And I think, you know, not pointing anything quote unquote wrong, 
to the other, you know, leaders that are saying that, but I think they're missing a very important piece of communication. You're taking physical activity daily or not, Mm. you know, you're Netflix and sitting on the couch or not, you know, you're, you know, choosing to eat whatever, or you're doing us, you know, you're waking up and running to work or you're taking an extra 20 minutes to yourself or not. So, you know, it's even shifting to say, okay, what three actions am I doing in this area or not? And obviously in the beginning, it may be like, okay, whoa, I have two, three, like to your point, I have two, three, four, and even me, you know, five years ago, two, three, four, five areas that need massive attention right now because I've let them go by the wayside. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, they're exactly right. Like, don't go and try to, you know, lose 60 pounds in the next 90 days and, you know, build a brand new business from scratch and, you know, work on your marriage with a therapist and like, don't do everything in the next 90 days. Like, break it down a little, but take three actions every single day, spiritually mentally, emotionally. And to your point, let's say the first choice you make, like, let's say, you know, it's your marriage that's on the rocks. Well, how about you set an appointment up with a, you know, counselor and start going once a week to therapy? That's a valid action. And how about doing something nice for your spouse every single day, whether you believe they deserve it or not? Like I'm not married yet, but I'm already like practicing things for my future relationship and being who I want to be and reading a book right now called the one. Mm. Like I'm already being proactive because it's, I don't want to, you know, I don't want everything to show up. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I have to do all this work. No, no, no. Let me do some work now. Right. Because I know how I was before. Mm. So it's, but exactly to your point, it's, you want to be simple, like take the three actions. Cause you're taking them anyway. But you know, like Leslie, you're going to know which area, like that first area that pops in your mind, that's the area that you're going to give the most attention to over the next 90 days. Got it. And then you evaluate every week. You know, I evaluate daily because I, I send myself an email every single day now, like my celebrates, but I also evaluate my lessons learned. Like, you know, where was I off today? Where was my sleep off? Where was this off? Like, what did I do yesterday that maybe impacted me today? Like I am a recovering former workaholic. So every once in a while, you know, cause I used to not have those boundaries every once in a while, when I start taking massive actions, I realized, whoa, 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 you kind of went overboard and ran over your boundaries and stayed up too late working. And especially like right now with what's going on, I'm having to revisit that mm-hmm. back it up, Katrina, go outside, go to the park. Got it. Yeah. Cause what I have found is in the past when I've tried to change too many things mm-hmm. at once you know mm-hmm. it becomes overwhelming and then it's mm-hmm. almost like it paralyzes you you step back and do nothing and when I've and I've, I mean I have never like thought about it exactly the way you put it but it's kind of what I've done I think unconsciously you know mm-hmm. you continue mm-hmm. working at certain things because there's some habits that are there you just kind of have to strengthen mm-hmm. them a little bit but you're hyper focused on one thing like you said whether it's marriage whether like for me it's building this new mm-hmm. business whether it's your health. Mm -hmm. So, and I just think what's happened for me and what's helped is that as I hyper-focus on one thing, it totally spills over into the other areas, which is amazing. Yes. I'm so glad and so grateful you brought that up because that was the third caveat that I didn't bring up. 
that when you get high, like when I got hyper focused in the beginning on spiritual and on health, it spilled into everything. Mm -hmm. And then same thing, like, you know, exactly what you said, like right now I'm hyper focused on the business and the community, but that's spilling into everything. And then everything else is still being maintained, but it's still being impacted. Mm -hmm. It's that old quote, a rising tide lifts yep. all boats. It's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now, what do you believe have been like the biggest factor or factors to your success? I mean, I can just even hear it in your energy. So I kind of even like want to assume that it's just been the fact that you are extremely committed, extremely disciplined. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But from, you know, in your own words, what has been what you believe has just helped you the most to create the success that you have? So uh, one, I'll point to that you, you summarized it really, really well. So thank you. And then one, I'll point to faith again, mm -hmm. to my decision to never quit. And I have over seven whys that keep me going on a daily basis. So I don't believe one why is enough because sometimes you need something much bigger than you. Sometimes you need something in your face. And you need something to compel you to keep moving when all you want to do is sit on the floor and cry sometimes. Yep. Because I'm just going to be real, like, ish gets real. <laughs> it gets really real. <laughs> like, really real. Like, from every angle. Like, mentally, spiritually, financially. Like, people think sometimes, I think, you know, I think in this day and age. Well, actually, let me pause on that and I'll come back to that. The third component uh, as far as drive also is the impact that I want to mm. make. And going back to like three words I keep in my head daily is create, transform, and inspire. And from the aspect of legacy that, you know, this world needs people to rise up to help people create what they love. Number one. Number two, we have so many problems on this planet. And one of the, you know, ways that we're aiming and, you know, are giving back like you highlighted in the bio is helping and homelessness and cancer, military vets and battered women. There's a plethora of causes. And I think, you know, in so many ways, and this was definitely me before, it's like I was there. And then I allowed the world to influence me to focus on me, 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 mm -hmm. my, 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 look at me. And it's like, no, 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 you're a, I believe each one of us is a vessel, you know, we're a representation of love and light to yes, care and love for ourselves, but to use that overflow to others. And then back to what I was saying about things getting real. You know, when I became an entrepreneur, and, and this is actually a fourth point of my success as well that I want to highlight, because I don't believe anyone is self-made, period. So when people talk about being self-made, I think they don't realize the connotation of what that says. You're leaving out the community. Mm -hmm. You're leaving out the teachers. You're leaving out every single person that contributed to you because you didn't get there alone. Right. And the community that's right there with you, that's also, you're not self-made. They believed in you and what you're teaching and what you're providing, what you're offering. So I understand why that term got made years ago or why some people use it. But I think where we are right now as a planet I think more and more people are being drawn to community, mm -hmm. which is another reason why, you know, I've been so passionate about community. And um, when I became an entrepreneur, I was reminded in many ways of when I went through undergrad and when I went through grad school, like you put in all this effort, 
all this energy, you're actually giving your time, you're giving your money, and you don't see the return yet. And it's and and you, I think you said this on an episode, or maybe it was a different episode that I no no no, it was on the Boss Babe Success Kit that I listened to yesterday. So I listened to that and your episode yesterday <laughs> that she talked about an ice cube that when you're trying to heat up or melt ice, when it's at 20 degrees, just like an entrepreneur putting an effort into his or her business, when it's at 20 degrees, you don't see the ice melting yet. But if you keep putting in the energy, guess what? The ice melts and building a business or getting to financial freedom is the same thing. And, you know, between on one side, you know, social media, Instagram, all this is great. But what I think a lot of the, you know, people have forgotten are, you know, the complaints, like you said, it's like, oh, I tried one or two things yesterday and today and it's not working. (laughs) I'm going to quit. And I'm like, really? Like, do you know what it took? Not only for, you know, whether it's going through school or for Oprah, you talked about Oprah in your episode, what it took for Steve Jobs, what it took for Jeff Bezos, what it took for Dwayne Johnson, go read anyone's story. That's Lori Harder, like some recent people, Rachel Hollis, nobody gets handed anything overnight. Right. And I think, I think that's where like people that are a certain point, they don't see enough of the pain or we don't do a good enough job. That's why like, I'm very adamant about sharing like, Hey, this is not easy. Like there's been times where I was living off. Like I went from, you know, making people this money, getting up to six figures, periods of time, living off of debt, periods of time of borrowing money from my family and still putting out levels of work. Like I am right now. Mm. And people think, oh, well, your brand looks like this. You're making all this money. It's like, sweetie, you have no idea. Do you think part of that is just people don't take the time or even want to know? I feel like sometimes, you know, when I hear people say certain things like that, where you're like, oh, where she just, you know, just kind of happened overnight. Because I feel like a lot of people who are very successful, they are so willing to share the journey. Yes. And I just think people aren't, they're just not willing to plug in. And I listen and pay attention. Go ahead. I think it's two part to your point. I think, I think they want to believe the pie in the sky, mm. you know, dream that, Oh, Oprah just arrived yeah. or this person just arrived or like Leslie just arrived or I just arrived, you know, whatever it is. And I think part of it is our brain naturally wants to protect us from pain. True. And I remember, I mean, that's scientific, like, you know, like neurologically or neural pathways, like we want to be protected from pain, like we're designed mm-hmm. like that. And part of that's for a reason and for a purpose, but not in the, in, not in this purpose, because part of it is that it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of figuring out like what, you know, tool do I use for this? How do I outsource this? Where, how do I do it? How do I communicate? And when we, like, even myself, when I first saw this huge vision in 2015, I knew, of course, that I had already walked through all this work in all these industries, right? But I had no idea fully at that point, Leslie, Mm -hmm. what it was going to take for me to become and what levels of work I was going to do, even though they were going to be completely different and look completely different than what I did in corporate. You know what I mean? And in ways I ran from that. And also part of it was so I could see where and why people do that. And in ways it was also like uh, pride or not being humble because for years before, like everything came easy to me, like after undergrad and grad school. And even then 
It's like, oh, I can figure this out. I'll figure it out and I'll make money next week. Yes. Or I'll make money today. Yeah. Oh, I can totally relate to that because I agree. Like all through school, I wasn't the one studying for hours. I would study the day before, the morning of, Same. and it was like, all right, A's yeah. and B's, great. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, you know, when I, but I think when God gives you that big, humongous, amazing vision, <laughs> yes, he's going to give you the tools. Yes, he's going to put the people in place. He's going to do the divine, you know, connections and downloads mm-hmm. and all of that great stuff. But you definitely do have to do a lot of the work yes. and dig deeper and do the research and be willing to go through all the tough points in yes. that journey. Um, because I think at the end of the day, you know, when you reach that level that God wants you to reach, you have to have that journey behind you and under your belt to be yes. able to help others. I mean, if it was easy, it's like, how mm-hmm. would I be able to, you know, teach you how and mm-hmm. yes, and communicate, you know, and, and just even help other people hopefully get from point A to point B faster through your experience mm-hmm. and through your wisdom. Um, I don't think there's really any wisdom or any, anything gained from it being easy. Absolutely. And I was going to say, it goes back to, you know, I love how you frame that. It goes back to two specific words came to mind for me. Number one, relatability, mm-hmm. because what I tell people all the time is they're like, Oh my God, how'd you do this? I'm like, first of all, I'm not your quote unquote. Um, I'm not a God. <laughs> I'm not an idol. I'm not this, I'm not that, because I see where some leaders do that, you know? And I'm like, and I tell people quick, I'm like, I make, I've made billions of mistakes. Here's my story. Read all about it. (laughs) Um, I am, you know, go through all the same emotions. So number one, relatability. And the second word that came to me, and I've been reflecting on this a lot, the last probably six months to a year. And I've just been like, okay, God, come on, bring it, bring it. What else? Bring it, bring it. <laughs> pruning, mm, pruning. That's a good and one. Beca- yeah. Because, so I'll take this to something super relatable. Like, so pruning for, I'm going to explain it in two ways. Pruning is removing for those of you that maybe have never heard that word, everything that doesn't serve you for where you are going next. So like maybe not communicating properly with people, not being patient. Those are some of the ones I've gotten to walk through. (laughs) Um, So I'm putting myself at the altar, not um, relating, not being vulnerable, not being transparent, you know, all those things, not being teachable, coachable. And then I'll relate it to a diamond. A diamond goes through a five-step process. I think, let me make sure it's five, not four. Um, Anyway, it goes through a process before it is a diamond and refined. And so otherwise it never will become a diamond without every single step. And it's the same thing with a pearl. Anything that's precious walks through a process. Mm -hmm. And we're no exception. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Oh, that's amazing. You know, you're dropping so many great like knowledge nuggets that I absolutely love. Um, the the last question I would love for you to to share the answer for is if you could go back in time and talk to the younger Katrina and you had this like visitation with her, this time with her, and <laughs> you know, she's looking at you like, help me, you know, because <laughs> let's be honest, I she mean, totally you would. know, we're all at the beginning. I think 
at any point that we're restarting or starting or growing or learning, you know, we're at that point. So we would love to have, you know, that future self come back and tell us like, girl, you can do it. Like, look at Mm -hmm. me. So if you could go back in time and talk to the younger Katrina, who's just getting started with everything, what would be maybe like two or three pieces of advice that you would give her that you believe would help her along her journey? Absolutely. Um, That's a great, great question on so many levels. Uh, Number one, I would say take back in line with your podcast, take perfectly imperfect, messy, faster action, Mm -hmm. period. Let go of the perfectionism, let go of, you know, needs to look like this, or this is who needs to be involved. Just move. That would be number one. Number two would be promote yourself and your business be seen and heard and acknowledged by you first and promote yourself, believe in you sooner and faster. So believe in you because it goes back to Rachel Hollis talks about this too, that she's like, no one is going to believe in your dream more than you do. Right. And, and they no shouldn't, one. you know, because it wasn't given no. to them. Cheers. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and some people say, you know, that others will pull you while that's true. At some point, there will be a separation where you get to believe more than anyone on this planet. Um, And then the third component that I would say is community. And I don't mean just one community. I mean, diverse community, because what I've learned, especially in the last three years, and this ties partially, but I'm going to expand on it even more because it's very, very important. In the last two to three years, I have learned it's almost like entrepreneurship. I almost look at it like undergrad, high school slash undergrad slash college, whatever relates for you um, for life. Mm -hmm. So just like in college, you have different classes or just like in high school or in grad school, you have different classes, different subjects. You are becoming whoever you need to become as a leader. And so that requires community that pulls you in different levels. So for example, I'm part of, for several years, I was part of when I became an entrepreneur, strategic coach, which is one of the top entrepreneurial programs in the world. Then I was also part of Danny Johnson, D-A-N-I Johnson's program and her events, her live events and our Herbalife wellness community. And then I started attending events with, and their online programs with Brendan Bruchard, High Performance Academy, World's Greatest Speaker Training, and Shailene Johnson. So I relate to all of them and love how much they serve and give exponentially and his books, et cetera. But what I realized over the last two to three years, yes, I still go to events. Yes, I plug in that way. However, I massively intensified my online community as well. So beyond Herbalife Nutrition, I'm part of two, three travel communities online. I'm part of Boss Babe community, which Leslie and I are both mutually a part of as well, the society, which is amazing, abundant, lets us serve, give, share. Mm -hmm. Like that's how we connected. I'm part of two digital nomad girls groups. I'm part of four writing communities with Medium. So the list goes on. The point that you, I want you guys to get is if you're not so one, it's being in community that's lifting you up, but it's also being in community so that you can serve in ways that people need in that group that you might be further along. Mm -hmm. 
So it's teaching you things on both ends. It's teaching you give and receive. You're being exposed to a community to help you and to teach you. But guess what? You're being exposed to a community that might end up becoming part of your community too. Right, right. Which just, it's like you said, it's the give and the take mutually mm-hmm. because I think it's a win-win for both. And if you have knowledge and experience that someone can use there and vice versa, it's such a beautiful way to grow together. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was amazing. Honestly, Katrina. Thank you. Likewise. um, After reading, you know, a little bit more about you online, I was like, this is going to be a good one. And you definitely (laughs) did not disappoint at all. You totally over-delivered. And I am just so appreciative of you sharing your time, your wisdom, your story with us. Um, So if anyone wants to get in contact with you, wants to learn more about you and, you know, fit life creation, where would they go to um, just, you know, be friends with you? Absolutely. So a couple of things, because I know people are on different things. So uh, the easiest or the most central, I would say, would be fitlifecreation.com. And um, you can find um, our freebie library there. You can feel free to explore on my bio. The social channels are at the bottom. You can definitely subscribe to the newsletter. Um, The people that love Instagram, uh, Pinterest, TikTok, all the things I'm at Katrina Julia fit or at fit life creation on Facebook. I'm Katrina Julia. And, um, our podcast is create with Katrina Julia. Okay. Awesome. Is Julia your middle name? I was going to, I was mean to ask. Okay. It is. <laughs> I'm like, it is. Yeah. My real last name <laughs> is Kisa right now. So you can understand uh, why I don't use understood. that. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, what? I, even, I can't even begin to try to number one, pronounce it. Number two, I, spell it. So. <laughs> exactly. I was like, let me simplify my life and let me simplify everyone else's. And it's funny because I started doing that from the beginning, Leslie. And right away, people are like, did you get married? I'm like, Julia isn't even a married person's right, name. Right. Like, what else? But I was like, you know what? I received that. Clearly, it's coming soon. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, thank you so much. And your website is beautiful. So definitely, guys, go ahead and visit. Um, I'm looking at all the freebies right now. Um, and it's just you offer a ton of great content. Um, thank so you. I definitely, you know, from my end, I appreciate that. Um, so again, just thank you so much for everything that you shared and just for being willing to jump on amidst all the craziness that's happening right now and everything that's so crazy and strange and difficult um, that you were willing to jump on here and just share some love, some joy, because that's exactly what I received from you that just of an abundance of love and joy within your voice, within your energy. And I just appreciate it a ton. Absolutely. And Leslie, likewise, like I commend you highly for, you know, your business and your podcast already being, you know, 20 plus episodes and you continuing on like no matter what in this time. So like give yourself major, major kudos. And right away when I tuned into like your dream episode and just in general, like checked out your Facebook group, I could definitely tell in your comments and your recognition of some of the girls in the community already, I could definitely feel love, joy and a Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I hope you truly enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family. Make sure you rate the episode and the podcast. And also, make sure you leave a review. Thank you again so much for listening to Perfectly Imperfect.